In today's episode, we're going to explore a universal law called energy reflects energy. We're going to take a closer look at how this plays out in our lives and how you can begin to harness this awareness as an empowering tool you can use to navigate your life with more ease. To understand how energy can only ever reflect energy is a very powerful awareness to live within as it can support you to create more of what you do want and less of what you don't. By understanding how energetic resonance works, you're better able to allow yourself more of a co-creation approach to living. To begin co-creating with the universe, you first need to become aware of these key understandings. The first understanding is that the universe's language is sound, frequency and vibration. The frequency of this language is made up of love and compassion. Not the smaller human versions of love and compassion, but the much more expansive versions of love and compassion. Energy, or frequency, always seeks out a match for itself. This is called resonance. This is how tuning forks work. And also why as human beings we are often drawn to certain songs, music, animals and people at certain times because they are a match for our frequency at the time. As an energy being, the universe can only ever come into resonance with the vibrational frequency you are emitting. So in that sense, it is always saying yes to who you know yourself to be in any moment. The people who have mastered the art of manifesting what they do want are the people who have learned how to match their energy vibration or their frequency to their heart's desires. They will also be feeling and knowing their inherent sense of worthiness, which is our birthright. Where your focus goes, grows always. One of the most powerful things you can learn 
is to focus on what you do want and learning to do this while being in a state of knowing who you truly are as your wholeness, as your spiritual essence of love and compassion, along with a sense of worthiness as your birthright, as an expression of creation itself, and the true self-love of having the intimacy with your own soul. Combining all of these things and focusing on your heart's deepest desires can be the most powerful spiritual tool you ever learn to do. Another aspect of energy reflects energy that is very important to understand is that which you resist persists. So an example of this is when Mother Teresa famously said, I was once asked why I don't participate in anti-war demonstrations. I said that I will never do that, but as soon as you have a pro-peace rally, I will be there. So what did Mother Teresa know about energy reflecting energy? It's the aspect of what you resist persists. If she's in an anti-war demonstration, she's resisting war, the energy of resistance holds the thing you don't want in place. It inadvertently feeds the energy. So what she was asking for was a pro-peace rally because where your focus goes, grows. If you're focusing on peace, you're feeding the field with peace. Another really interesting awareness to have around energy reflects energy is that there are generally no coincidences. So almost everything that happens is just a reflection of vibrational frequency. There is one exception and it's called getting caught in the crossfire, which I will explain a little bit later. to share four different real-life examples of how energy can reflect energy in our day-to-day -day lives. One of the most common self-limiting beliefs is something called I'm not good enough. Say I have that self-limiting belief that I'm not good enough. It is very likely that the frequency of this belief would be showing up in the form of me trying too hard, feeling stressed, feeling a sense of pressure or anxiety to get it right or to be perfect, or perhaps something called imposter syndrome, where I might feel fearful that I will be found out or that I don't in fact belong wherever it is I am, say at work or in a relationship. 
I might be very sensitive to what others think about me and this may occupy much of my time. I certainly won't be feeling relaxed or confident nor peaceful. My self-limiting belief of I'm not good enough may eventually be reflected back to me by others in the form of them not valuing me nor my hard work. I might feel invisible, undervalued and frustrated that others seem to get more appreciation for their efforts than I do. I might even let this confirm to me that I mustn't be good enough. So do you see how energy reflects energy? If we have the core belief of I'm not good enough, events usually unfold in our lives where it comes full circle back around and whatever happens, whatever's been reflecting back to us, confirms the belief I mustn't be good enough. That's energy reflects energy. I believe the world is a scary and unsafe place. My frequency will be fearful, restricted and untrusting. I may experience this as seeking to always keep myself safe. I may hide away, isolate and be untrusting of people. I may soak up the news on TV as evidence of how only bad things happen in the world without allowing any sources of good news stories to come into my world. I may find it hard to make eye contact with people. I may avoid any form of interaction with others. Eventually, this may be reflected back to me by others in the form of them keeping clear of me. They might think that perhaps I'm untrustworthy for some reason. They might just think I'm a little odd but can't quite put their finger on why, but either way, they don't go out of their way to connect with me. People's coldness and uncaringness towards me then confirms my belief that the world is a scary and unsafe place, and it must be up to me to keep myself safe, which keeps perpetuating the same energy reflects energy cycle. I believe that I'm unlovable. My frequency will be that of trying, striving, searching for someone to love me and perhaps feeling anxious that all of my efforts will be rejected. In relationships I might try too hard. I might even be attracted to people who have a similar energy of feeling unlovable. I might even try to rescue them by convincing them that they are in fact lovable, vicariously telling them all of the things I myself need to hear. I might end up in relationships where this energy reflecting energy is playing out between us unknowingly. There might be a form of codependence developing where how I feel about myself becomes dependent on how the other person feels about me. 
my self-esteem might be precariously balanced on the success, in inverted commas, of this relationship. Or whether I can fix, in inverted commas, the other person so that I can feel good about myself. When the relationship inevitably ends, I let the whole experience confirm to me that I mustn't be lovable and I am completely devastated. That's another very common energy reflects energy self-limiting belief. Say I have a belief that life is difficult. This belief acts like a filter over my eyes and my heart, which only ever sees and feels the struggle of life. I vibrate the frequency of struggle, which keeps bringing challenges into my orbit, into my field. Because I am in a state of constant dis-ease, I may have the experience of actual disease manifesting in my body further confirming to me that my life is really hard. Other people also confirm this belief for me all of the time by saying life was never meant to be easy. Everything I do feels like I'm swimming against the tide and my belief became a self-fulfilling prophecy long ago. These four examples of self-limiting beliefs are the four most common ones. I think everyone will be able to relate to aspects of at least one of them. I know I do. Can you see how energy can only ever reflect energy? It is time to look at the difference between beliefs which come from your past experiences and your awareness or your wholeness which comes from source energy. Your self-limiting beliefs have been formed by the people who raised, taught or shaped you. So in that sense, they are not actually yours. Conversely, your wholeness is your spiritual essence which has its very own unique and beautiful frequency and which has been with you throughout all of your lifetimes. It is filled with love and wants to grow and expand by being freely and authentically expressed. It also contains all of the wisdom and guidance you could ever need. This is the difference between the taught self and the true self. Whether or not you are aware of it, co-creating with energy is something that you are doing all of the time. Energy reflecting energy is essentially the frequency conversation we are constantly in with the world around us. Every living thing picks up on and responds to energy. The key here is to learn how to become consciously aware of the energy you are transmitting 
And if it is creating struggle for you, for example, the limiting core beliefs that we've covered today, then it is about learning to tune in to your wholeness, your soulness, to create more of what you do want. To be able to collaborate more consciously with energy can be a very powerful thing to learn how to do. First, it is about accepting yourself as both energy and human, energy first and human second. And having the awareness that the energy part of you is in fact creation's love, with a capital L. When you know and accept yourself as an expression of creation itself, you tend to allow more for yourself, more love, more compassion and more awareness. It is this awareness that will enable you to collaborate or co-create more consciously with energy. When the practice of who you are incorporates conscious energy collaboration or conscious energy co-creation, all sorts of wonderful things can begin happening such as synchronicities, spiritual expansion, feeling freedom and feeling more authenticity, feeling heart coherence and more peace. If you're wanting to start taking more of a co-creation approach to your life, begin by reflecting on what do I want more of in my life? Take some time to write down your deepest heart's desires or what your intuition has been guiding you to do, what your gut feeling has been sharing with you. Then reflect on what energy would support the co-creation of this and write down the energy types that you know would help create or manifest more of what you want. It could be more love, more allowing, more peace. The true definition of abundance is having access to what you need when you need it. It could be a conversation you need to have, it could be a connection with nature or an animal that you need to feel in that moment. True abundance is just synchronicity. More synchronicity will begin to happen for you when you begin to allow more of your true nature. The energy of allowing is that of flow and energy reflects energy so allowing will allow you to flow where your heart knows you need to go. So allowing is the experience of listening to the deepest part of your heart and following it. It is often felt as an excitement and nervousness combined. It could be felt as a nudge to do something that you are so deeply passionate about. 
that almost always evokes fear but you know you feel compelled to to want to do it it is also the feeling of expansion so allowing is going to lead you to your wholeness which by its nature carries the energy of expansion so a really good question to ask yourself is when you're making a decision does this feel like it's going to expand me or does this feel like it's going to restrict me if it feels like it's going to expand you regardless of any nervousness or fear that pops up follow that knowing that is you allowing you and that will create more and more synchronicities more abundance and everything you need will come to you earlier I mentioned the awareness that there are no coincidences this can be a very powerful tool to use for your own awareness as things happen in your life and unfold and just remind yourself hmm there are no coincidences so what energy am I transmitting in order to have created this current experience so it's a way for you to take ownership and to call back in your own personal power and your ability to be a co-creator in life so the one exception to this is when there is someone who gets caught in the crossfire so an example of this might be if there was an act of terrorism say a plane got hijacked and there were innocent people on the plane and children and things like that so they obviously would not have done anything to have created that situation for themselves they're simply getting caught in the crossfire of other people's acts of hate and terrorism and their own separation within themselves so the terrorists energy reflects energy and their hate creates hateful acts and unfortunately at times people can get caught in the crossfire so the one really important thing to be aware of around that is the importance to tune in to your intuition no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. If you get a very irrational urge not to get on a, a plane, for example, there's no explanation for it, just listen to it because that could be your higher self giving you the information you, you can't currently see, but it can see from a higher perspective not to get on that plane or not to walk into that shop or whatever it might be. So this is where our, our intuition can help give us a smoother ride through life and we can move through different situations with more peace of mind. Summarising being a spiritual being. You are energy first and physical second, a soul having a physical experience. Learning how to live as human and spirit working together in a loving partnership is the essence of the spiritual journey. You are the journey. The reason that you are the journey 
is because it is ultimately one of self-acceptance, becoming increasingly aware of your wholeness, your light, and accepting your awareness of this as you go. It is also about recognizing your connection to all that is, which is ever-present, and allowing yourself acceptance to include the understanding that you are an expression of creation itself. You are creation's love personified. As you learn to accept yourself as a spiritual being having a human experience, you are joining together the two aspects of self. When human and spirit are working together harmoniously, the frequency or vibration of spiritual acceptance can dissolve any duality or sense of separation and allows more peace as a result. You are no longer driven on autopilot by your self-limiting beliefs. You have a higher sense of awareness, of connection to your higher self and all that is. You're more attuned to your wholeness, which means you're more plugged into your intuition, your PGS guidance system, and you're more able to become your true self and to be fully, freely, and authentically expressed in the world. Energy reflects energy of the truth of who you are, the true self. episode we have covered the universal law of energy reflects energy. We've taken a closer look at how this plays out in your life and how you can begin to harness this awareness as an empowering tool you can use to navigate your life with more ease. You've begun to understand more about how energy can only ever reflect energy and how powerful that awareness is to live within as it can support you to create more of what you do want and less of what you don't. By understanding how energetic resonance works, you're now better able to allow yourselves more of a co-creation approach to living. Megan Costa, bringing you back to wholeness.